to the topic of the discussion and hit the issues you typically find reluctant. Remove the facade to fill the gap with some substance. We undermining problems, expecting to overcome it. Please hold the applause. We doing it for the cause. People follow culture before they follow the laws. We rather face the friction and not attempt it at all. Persistence will find solutions once our contentment dissolves. There's a hard pill to swallow for anyone breathing. Both for folks who stay woke and those who be dreaming. We ain't slaves, yet we still ain't experienced freedom. What we need is the keys to access the kingdom. We're all in this fallen world, trying to stay intact. I'm just a beggar pointing you out to where the bread is at. So follow the breadcrumbs like Hansel and Gretchen. Thank Yogi Bear and the Thought Engineer for that all. gentlemen do you see who we have in the building tonight he's back he's back he's back uh, tell you tell your mic on it's good to be back man good to be back Man, it's good to see you, man. Good to have you back, man. Bro, how, how you feeling? How you feeling? Bro, 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 like that. <laughs> yeah, man, it was. Hey, but I'm not gonna lie to you. It was pretty scary, man. Anytime somebody say you got that C word, bro, that COVID, brother, you be pretty scared, bro. I'm oh, not gonna man. lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. Good to be back, man. Good to be back. Let me just say on behalf of Man Talk Monday, and I'm pretty sure everybody feel me on this, man. We just glad to see you, brother. I mean, it's good to be seen, bro. It's good to be seen, man. Glad yeah. to see you. Yes, yeah, so I'm sure you let him get away with murder while I was out last week, so. <laughs> hey, Dr. Smith, my wife, she held it down, though. It was good. She held it down. Got a hats off to her. She definitely did her thing. We appreciate her. Stepping in, stepping from behind the production booth and, and stepping in and taking care of things. But ladies and gentlemen, this is Man Talk Mondays. It's an open forum where we talk about everything from religion to politics to relationships. But of course, we do it from a man's perspective. Now, this is not just for men. Right. We want everybody to join in. Men, women, boys and girls, children of all ages. How you can do that? You jump in the comments. You can leave a comment, ask a question. We can see it. So this is how you interact with us. By all means, we want you to communicate and talk to us tonight. Right. Just like every night. Right. You are part of the show. So be sure you go in, drop a comment, drop a question and just talk to us. We want you to talk to us. But we won't prolong the time. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Man Talk Monday News. Welcome to Man Talk News Monday tonight with your host, John D. Blackman. And tonight's top story, the summer is coming. Most of the time when the summer is coming, we go to different places and everybody is naked. I'm okay with you being naked, but you just should ask some people first if it's okay. Ask two or three people if it's okay for you to be naked. If one out of two of those people say, no, you keep your clothes on. We don't want to see that. If three out of three give you the thumbs up, then by all means, you be naked. Now, this is only for women. All men need to keep all clothes on all the way up to the top of your neck. But now, women, ask somebody. Ask somebody that you know and tell you the truth. Because there's nothing worse and friends letting friends scare other people. And this has been Man Talk News Monday with your boy, John D. Blackman. Remember, good night and God bless.
I, I need consent forms. I want people to have consent forms. <laughs> Who's gonna, who gonna sign off on the consent form? I, I'm gonna need, I need consent forms for this summer. Hey, I want somebody to say, I, I signed off. I signed off on that. <laughs> <laughs> I signed off on that. I certainly signed off on that. Because, boy, it, it, it can get pretty bad in the summertime, bro. Let me tell you. Hey, Monica, how you doing? Hey, Monica. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see her on here tonight. Yeah. Now, just to let y'all know, we do have a segment called Man Talk About It, right? This is where you can send us a letter and let us know about something that's going on with you. And we can talk about it, give our insight, input. You know, if you just want to hear about, you know, get a man's perspective on it, we can do that for you. Now, I had someone to um to ask me a question, uh, but that that they wanted me to show on man talk about it. You want to address it next week, or you want you want to get into it now? Do you know if you know the question? I know the question. Let's go ahead. Okay, the question was. Why, when men cheat, they normally don't cheat with somebody that looks better than the person that they with. When they cheat, they normally cheat, and she looks lesser than the person that they with. Okay, that was the question she said. Because when because men say that they're very visual, but when they cheat, it's normally not as visual as we would have thought. Yes, yes. Why, when men cheat, they downgrade? Yes. Let me say this first of all. In some cases, that's true. In other cases, no matter who they pick, you're going to feel like it's a downgrade anyway. (laughs) So you and your feelings about the situation, and you're feeling like it's a downgrade. Number two, it's a convenience thing. It's not about having the best. It's just about what's convenient. Because for what he's looking to do, he's not looking for somebody to have on his arm, to take out, show off to his friends, co-workers, and the whole nine. He got you for that. So he's just looking for somebody who's probably giving him some general attention that that boosts his ego, that makes him feel better. Along with other things, so yeah, I agree with that. But I also want to say this: as visual as men are, we understand when our when our visuality kind of gets us in trouble, because oftentimes there's a woman at home that's very pretty, that's very fine, that's not paying us no attention. And so what we do when we cheat, normally we go to some we don't really care about as much as how she looked as perhaps we should on the front end. All we care about is that she treats us nice, strokes our ego, and makes us feel good about ourselves. That's what cheating is all about. So you can stop looking at how she looks because you will be most of the times you're gonna be surprised how she looks. You're gonna say, I can't believe he cheated with that. Well, that is what makes him feel good about his family. But until women start doing what makes men feel good, the pretty fine ones, then we're gonna be cheating with the ugly ones. That's what a friend was telling me the other day. Okay. I'm, I'm, that's what you, my partner did. You've been talking to your friend again, huh? I had a little time to talk to him. Yeah, a little time to talk to him. Yeah. Boy, that friend, friend be cutting up, boy. He be, <laughs> he be cutting up. Yeah. Well, let's, and listen, Brittany Wilson says, so the hot and ready version. Right. <laughs> They'll seize us, right? <laughs> See, now, it's easy to put it on that, but cheating is not something that we do lightly. It takes a little period of time before we start cheating. When we keep trying to get something from you that you won't give us, then we'll, then men most of the time will go somewhere else for it. But it, it's not because they had to ask you for it five or six times. Just let's, let, me, let me put that out there. Let me put that out there. Everybody, play, everybody plays a role in cheating. Wow. So so let me know what y'all think. You think 
What do you think about what John just said? Everybody plays a role in cheating. Everybody, everybody plays a role in cheating, bro. Well, hey, whether we want to admit it or not. So I think that's the thing. What what are we willing to admit? Do people accept their role? In well, the one of the things I often say is uh, it just depends on who's telling the story. Because if you're telling the story, you're going to either be the victim or the person that's saving somebody. So it just depends wow. on who's telling the story. It just depends on who's telling. It just depends on who's telling. And and I'm not going I'm not going to say Selena's wrong because she did not if she did not say nobody played a role. She said some more active than other. Okay, I I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I guess what John is trying to say, make sure he's not responding to something that he's getting or not getting. I think that's what he's what he's saying. If you if you got a man and listen, we're going to get into this a little bit later. You got to pay attention to people. You got to pay attention to them. And if something created that space for that woman to step in and kind of disrupt what was going on. And I think it happens in all relationships. This, this, we get, we get complacent at a point and we looking for excitement. We looking for something, you know what I'm saying? To recharge us or make us feel, you know, we got to watch out for that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, I mean, I get it. Not excusing men cheating. Not excusing men cheating whatsoever. Not doing it. Not excusing it. But we gotta say, at some point, if there's something going on, everybody gotta take a step back and look at the whole situation and see what's going on. You, Dean, you are absolutely right. But let me say this: it's just word to me. That women care more about what the other woman that he cheated with looks like than what they did to make him cheat or what they didn't do. Help me figure that out. They, so care, more, they care more about the, the jump off cheat than they do what they did to help him jump off. How long? Because I'm going to tell you what's coming. She made him cheat? <laughs> well, let me say this. She didn't help. Oh, she didn't help. And 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 if she is as intrigued as she was about how that other woman looked, she was as intrigued about how to keep him in the house. I think he'd still be in the house. So, ladies, do you feel like men um, you share blame with men as far as the cheating goes? Let us know. Talk to us real quick. David Bryan says, getting deep in here. Yes, sir, it is. I'm just not listening, man. I'm, I'm says, so women can make men cheat? No, listen. No, you can't make a man do anything, but you sure can help him. You sure can assist him. You sure can assist him. Hey, call it Somebody tell me I'm wrong. Tell, tell me I'm wrong. Okay, so Bridget said, give some examples of how a woman makes a man cheat if a man is asking for something from a woman let's say sex let's say no 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 sex is too general let's say um let's say time let's say personal time let's say talking uh time together let's say just say anything anything that he's been trying to communicate with you about that he needs he needs patting on the back he needs whatever it could be Excuse me. And you're not, oh, you're too busy to give it to them. And not because of the kids, because most of the time people find other stuff to do because they want to. It's not because they have to. And you have to. This is something that you want. Oh, there it is. Your Rosalind is on her. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> Back in there now. Okay. Yeah, it's there. It's in there now. So, uh, so it could be anything, though. It could be anything. This, see, because I'm, I don't want to give you nothing specific. Because if I give y'all some specific women, y'all gonna hold on to it and bite it and wrestle it down and try to make that the thing. And that's not the point. That's not the point. Most of the time, when men cheat, they have told you what they needed and you have ignored. It. 
Monique says he's not in the house because he or she chose not to be. Lies. Lies. Let me let me let me let me go here real quick. It's it's in Proverbs. It talks about a contentious woman. She is hard to live with. It's better to live on the rooftop of your house than to deal with a contentious woman. I'm saying if you got unresolved issues, something needs to happen. Some conversation needs to happen. Somebody needs to say something. Somebody needs to talk. You can't sweep stuff under the rug. And here's the thing that women have to realize. This is coming from men. This is coming from men. Women, if you withhold from your man sex, he has to tell himself or train himself not to desire you. I got to put it out there. He has to mentally turn off this thing that makes him want you because if he can't have you when he wants you, or at least at some frequency where you can feel like there is hope, he has to train himself not to. Uh, Rosalind said that sometimes men cheat just because they want to cheat. Okay. And she, <clears throat> go ahead, Derek, read that. Sometimes people cheat just to cheat. You can be the best version of self and be unappreciated due to the cheaters on insecurities. Let me, you you want this? No. <laughs> you rub your hands like you want this. <laughs> so let me, let me say this. And this is not going to be popular at all. I've been talking to John Friend too. So... <laughs> If a man gets punished for being good, if he's a good man and he's invested in the relationship and he works at it and you turn around and you kick him to the side or you kick him to the curb or you put him on a back burner for somebody else or another man, you have now trained that man to be bad. And listen, I know women... I, I want a good man. I hear it, but I don't see it. Because as soon as you get a good one, he boring. I don't like him. He And now you take him through the ringer. So what are you teaching men? What are you telling men at this point? That's what John friend told him. He, 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 I talked to him. He told me about that. Hey man, it is what it is. Listen, let me tell you something. And I want y'all to remember this. I want all of y'all women to remember this. Y'all need to listen because we're trying to help you. We're trying to help somebody. <laughs> y'all need to listen. David says sometimes the reason is a sometimes there is a reason a man chooses not to be in the house. You gotta you gotta pay attention to what kind of environment is created. Because I remember my wife, she would she would tell this woman, this woman, she was a fireball. She, I mean, she said, if your man, every time he comes home and he touches the doorknob and it's like an electric shock, every time he comes in, why would he want to stick around? Because he got to deal with your mouth he got to deal with you coming at him all kinds of ways he got to deal with you arguing with him fussing with him and fighting with him if he got to deal with that then listen most men take the path of least resistance not saying it's right i'm just saying this is what people do not giving excuses not saying this is what people do but is it right if you have a man that's set not to cheat, he's like, I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to cheat for you to abuse it by not making sure he's OK. Hey, hey, go ahead. Then you read that one. So Miss Sugar River says withholding affection is a form of psychological abuse. It absolutely is. You are trying to control something or punish or. In most marriages, 
They call that Tuesday. <laughs> he said Tuesday. <laughs> it is, listen, it's not a problem in most marriages because most men don't say nothing about it. We just suffer. We, they just go through it. They don't say nothing about it. most of the time when the women don't is not desiring them like she used to. They don't say nothing about it. They just go on and make it a part of the marriage. But that don't make it right. Right. Monique says, I get the Proverbs. When are we going to take responsibility for our actions and choices? And I believe woman and, women and men want sex from their spouse when wanted. Listen, I get it. I get it. Both people want to feel desirable. The man has to make the woman feel desirable and it has to be reciprocated. But how we do it is not the same. Hmm. It's not the same. Women, they want the affection. They want the attention. They want to feel important. They want to feel wanted. Men, we want release. <laughs> Let me just be honest. And if it's listen, this is where communication comes in. If we talking about this, but the problem is if you know what the person needs, you also knows what frustrates the person. So if you want to frustrate the other person, you got you got the key to frustrate them. Miss Sugar River says, What about the men that want a good woman? and send us through all kinds of mess. I think we caught in this dirty, nasty cycle of somebody gets hurt and now they out for revenge, but they never get revenge on the person that, that did them wrong. They get revenge on the next person that comes along. I've heard people say, oh, you better get them before they get you. Who said the person is out to get you? And then you put that person through all kinds of appeal trying to be with you and you never know what's their threshold for, you know, putting up with the mess. Miss Sugar, hold on a second, D. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Miss Sugar, don't you come on here with that foolishness. <laughs> don't you come on here, Miss Sugar. Don't you come here with that foolishness. That foolishness, that's foolish talk. That foolish talk was last week. <laughs> I'm back this week. That's foolish talk. That is foolish talk. Gone, Eric. She said relationships should not be hard. Folks need therapy. Hmm. You're right. Folks need therapy. They need therapy before the relationships, though, Dick. They need it before the relationships. They absolutely, absolutely do. They need it before the relationship. But but when you say relationships shouldn't be hard, they shouldn't be hard in the regard that the other person is looking out for the next one. And that's reciprocated. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be work. Yes. It's going to yes. be work. And it's we don't hard in the regard that it's work. And we don't want to put in the work no more. See, we haven't even qualified. Oh, oh, oh. We haven't even qualified what is work and what's just a relationship because we don't recognize the difference between when we having problems and stuff we just need to work on. What you don't feel like is stuff you need to work on. People, that ain't no problem. You just don't feel like it. We haven't figured that part of it out yet. And see, that's the problem. Okay. She said, but work is not always hard. I get what you're saying. But there's a difference in hard work that wears you out. And there's a difference in hard work that you're invested in. Because sometimes, you know, the work is worth doing. It's a lot of work, but it's worth doing because your heart is in it. When your heart is not in it, now it just seems like, what am I doing this for? It's still hard work. At some point, we gotta reevaluate what this person really means to us. We gotta reevaluate that. Yeah, hey, listen, relationships, it, it's you know what, it shouldn't be hard. You're right. 
I got to get it. Shouldn't be hard. It should be fun because you're learning and growing with somebody. It's but but it's gonna only be fun if both of y'all in it for the same thing and trying to get the same thing out of it. When you're trying to reach a common goal, man, it should be fun. All right, Monique said, "No, that's not right at all." But most women have not come across a man not cheating just yet. No, you not. You you not gonna get on here. <laughs> Do I have to say it, Monique? Do I have to say it? Do I have to get him? <laughs> get him, get him, man. Get him. I'm, I'm letting you. you ain't gonna get him. Okay. I told you that was last week. That was last week. Man talk money is back, and yet that foolishness was last week. Money don't wait. You go on now, get now. Go on now. Listen, you do have some some people out there that's out there for bad bad intentions. Ross said right, relationships are fun. When the love, respect, desire is mutual. But here's the thing you gotta understand. When you when the feelings go away, what are you left with? Because if you made a commitment, the commitment now takes over. Not the feelings. Because as long as it's based on feelings, you're gonna mess up something. The commitment is what keeps you locked in, not the feelings. Hmm. You got to understand that. So both of you have to have a respect for commitment, not a not a respect for feelings, and you got to be committed. Hmm. Well, see, dude, oh, she said, just have a poly relationship. Lord have mercy. So you invite more personalities, more problems into well, what you're doing. I just don't think people really understand. You know that the, a lot of the a lot of the generation, a lot of the old school stuff. The new school, the new school thinking, man, way of thinking. I don't think they, they, you really have a grasp of what it takes to make these things work, man. Listen, <clears throat> let me say this: you can jump in the bed if you want to. That ain't gonna make it no easier. That ain't gonna make it no easier for you. As a matter of fact, it's gonna make it tougher, man. Deciding what you want and decide and finding someone that can share those things with you and move forward is the difficult thing, man. You can just hey, you can get in there and get it, get it all you want to. But when you get through getting it, getting it, when you get through getting it, getting it, you're gonna look over and y'all gonna want two separate things, and it's gonna make it harder for you guys to stay in a relationship. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get into the topic. It's kind of kind of related, but we're gonna get into the topic tonight. Uh, tonight we're talking about you. Have crossed the line. You crossed the line. Talking about relationship boundaries. Relationship boundaries. So, so let's just start it. My man or woman, what is it that they do that just drives you crazy? Do you have a line that you draw, and they just seem to keep crossing this line. They think it's cute. And you like, no, nah, I'm for real. <laughs> I need you to chill out. What is that line that's being crossed by your significant other? Right? Hmm. So, my man slash woman gets on my nerves when they we want you to fill in the blank. Y'all help us out. Fill in the blank. Pastor Sam said, I tried to hold my peace, but. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to help some people tonight. We want to help some people. We want to let you know that you ain't crazy. It's not just you. Right? So I'll start it off. My woman gets on my nerves when she squeezes the toothpaste from the middle. That drives me nuts. I just gotta say it. It just it it drives me nuts. When she squeezes the toothpaste from the middle, we use the same toothpaste. What does is it gonna really hurt you to squeeze from the bottom? She took my tread lightly. <laughs> I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of you. 
I'm just letting you know. I'm not scared of you. So, so what are some what are some lines that you drawn that your your significant other continually crosses? Well, I think mine is when I think mine is the same as a lot of people's. Um, when I ask when I ask you what you want to eat, and you say you don't care, and then when I commence to calling off the next hundred things, you say you don't want either one of those. That's uh, that's I'm like everybody else with that one. That's mine because you told me you didn't care. You told me you didn't care, but then when I Oh, next my get to toothpaste and be done. We could. I'm done. Could. But that's more money. Oh, Cheryl said the pillar killer. <laughs> Cheryl said the pillar killer. <laughs> John, would you explain the pillar killer for us? Okay, so <clears throat> me, me and my wife have about six pillars in the bed. We have three apiece. She has her three and I have my three. And I wait till she get out of the bed and conveniently go over and grab her pillows and twist them up so I can lay on them. And then when she comes back, she be fight. she's fighting mad when she finds out that I have touched one, two, or three of her pillows. And I mean, when I say fight mad, I mean fighting mad. Which, which I just think is the craziest thing in the world. <laughs> yes, that's gentlemen. John is the pillow killer. <laughs> David says, "Don't have a significant other." So, all right. So, David, we need you to listen in because this is stuff you're gonna have to watch out for when that significant other comes, right? Because you have your what they call idiosyncrasies. Mm -hmm. That's what they call you. Got things that you haven't really thought about that are preferences for you. And when that other person comes into the picture, that doesn't mean they have the same ones that you have. And so these can be irritations at some point. It might start off cute, but become irritations at some point. Cheryl says, "I like my my pillow fluffy." So. He's flattening out the pillows, basically, what she's saying. <laughs> David says, I already know. All right, so we just want you to get ready, brother. We want you to get ready. So Laura says, when somebody calls and they give them an outline of what we are doing and where we're going, not their business. Don't be giving up all the details, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're talking too much. You're giving all the details, right? See, that's one. See now, most of the time in relationships, one of the person is the one that talks, and the other one is the one that don't say much. My like, my wife is like Ford Knox. If you just do me like this, I'm allowed to tell you everything. Let me tell you what happens. <laughs> so generally, in their, that's generally in their relationship. Somebody's talking, somebody's not. Can you tell me what's 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 the deal? Why do women? I'm, I'm asking the women. Why do y'all love me and stuff so much? What you mean, like our clothes and stuff? Like our clothes. Like I mean, we can't keep our t-shirts, our socks. No, we can't keep nothing to ourselves. We talk about boundaries here. Listen, <laughs> listen. Keep on. Sure, you worth so much in my. Sure, you worth so much in my clothes. <laughs> right. I had this one shirt. And when I wore it, people looked at me like I had on Cheryl clothes. I'm like, oh, wow. you got to, this is my shirt. This wow. is my shirt. This is my shirt. This is my shirt. <laughs> they said comfort. But what if we don't want you in it? See, but if we say that, we look like the bad guy. Monique said, it tends to make you feel closer to <laughs> To your husband, you want to get close to just go sit next to him on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it to make you closer. Hello. So, so you when got I, amen corner now. Okay. So, so when I lay on Cheryl pillows, I'm not trying to be closer to her, right? I, because I smell. I'm not trying to be close to her, but 
but yet when you got on my shirt, that meant oh okay, I, okay. I need to remind y'all this this man talk Monday though. This man talk Monday. Touche. She said the smell of the cologne. The cologne is in the bathroom. Just go spray it. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, yeah, Laura, love some good smelling cologne. Won't you hug on him? Why you gotta get it? His, his shirts, his, you know what I'm saying, his socks. And we can't, it ain't like we can just go take their stuff and use it like well, we want to. They better not have a room. They better not have a room or something that's off limits. They better not have a room because we. The man you know, cave? You mean the man cave? Our man caves are at your discretion. <laughs> Every last one of them. Every last one of them. Every last one of them. And we better not say nothing about it either. Having a man cave is not a right, it's a privilege. Girl <laughs> <laughs> said selfish is what it is. None shares. But you don't share. You you can't share. We we can't wear your t-shirts. And <laughs> wait, wait a minute, like that. Did she say y'all use some of our lotion? We don't want all that pretty smelling lotion. We don't want that. If you got a man using your bath and body works lotion, something wrong. Look, at, look at him with the side eye. <laughs> you need to look at him with the side eye. Say, uh, hey brother, what you? <laughs> Most men don't care about being ashy. Yeah, I, I like, I like lotion. Oh. I have my own lotion that I use. I don't use. I don't Listen, you're gonna see me and I'm gonna look like a white man from the uh, because <laughs> I ain't using no lotion. I'm telling you right now, don't look for me to lose no lotion because I ain't using it. All right, so Laura said he may not be at home. So, what you do, you go over his house and steal his t shirts? Is that what you do? <laughs> Oh, so later she clowned to my facts, John. Ashy. Hey, man. It is what it is, man. Ross said, no. Nah, Y'all be ashy. I don't be ashy. I don't care what you say. I don't be ashy. I, I, I have my lotion together. Not me. <laughs> Not me. If you, when I was a kid, if you went in PE ashy, oh, you got ripped apart. Lesson back in PE (laughs) in junior high and high school, you better not, right? Mm. All Mm. right. What about in laws? Mother in law, father in law, sister in law, brother in law. When in laws go too far, how many of you have had an in law just go way too far? Somebody tell me something that happened to you. An in law just went way too far. Hmm. I don't. My, you know, I, have, I don't have good. In, I have good in laws. You have. That's I do. That's I do. I was listening to a video today, and the mother in law called. She first called the daughter in law, and she was just a cussing. How you gonna disrespect me? And then she called her husband, her son. It's like, you just going to let your wife do me like this? She said, I'm going to I want to see my grandchild. And if I can't see him when I want to see him, I'm going to take y'all to court to get get visitation to my grandchild. And dude, she went in. Oh, I, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Which reminds me. uh my mom, my mom and my wife have a good relationship now, but it hadn't always, it hadn't always been good. It started off rocky is uh not even a good word for how it started off. <laughs> yeah, you got no word for it. <laughs> but 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 over the years it's gotten better. But I never I never allowed my mom. And and my wife lets you to become disrespectful toward each other. Okay. You know but I think it's I think it's important that if you feel a certain way about her, or you may not think she is this, or you may not think she is that. As long as you don't get disrespectful, because we've known people, uh, me and Shirley have known people's moms and wives to where the mom would talk about the wife like a dog, 
and we and it was never it was never that way with them. So it always stayed respectful, which is because you can come back from uh when it's not disrespectful, but if it gets respect disrespectful, like the lady we heard today, you can't come back from that. Ain't no coming back from that. You can't come back. You talking about getting the people involved. Right. You can't come back from that. They know so back. you can see your grandkids. And the fact exactly. that you on the phone, dude, keeping up this fuss, says you probably don't need to see the grandkids anyway. Bro, it was way more than the fuss, D. It was way <laughs> more than the fuss, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so more. See, I'll tell you, has a, has a mother-in-law or father-in-law had way too much input in your marriage or in your relationship? Yeah, but see, I believe the answer is yes. But the problem is most people realize it. Most people think it's normal. We're so glad to have our in-laws and our parents in our lives for the most part that when they do too much, we don't even realize they're doing too much. Now, the person that they're doing too much against realizes it, but you don't realize it. But is it easy to shut them down, though? No, it ain't easy. No, no. Because I remember, let let me tell you what my mama did. <laughs> what you do? <laughs> one time we was in there. One time we, uh, my mom was at the house, and uh, I was in there watching TV in the bed. Let across the bed, watch TV in my in my in my bedroom. My mom came in there, walked by. I said, "I said, come on in." So she came in. She laid down across the bed with me, and we watching TV. And she gets up out the bed late after the show go off, and she walks by sure and said, "Girl." Oh, I love that bed in there. (laughs) Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Talking about boundaries. Your mom laid across y'all bed. Y'all bed. Well, see, this the thing. Wait, wait. I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Was anything wrong with it? Fred, I didn't think nothing was wrong with it. She I was in I was in. Come on, man. Come I was watching TV. Listen, I was laying across the bed watching TV. I didn't think nothing was wrong. I'm laying across. She came in. I said, Mom, and we talked. She slept. And she the sat whole time, Mom get to lay in the bed until she's sick. <laughs> she's not feeling well. I need so some was I wrong? Was I wrong? Was I wrong? Was I wrong, D? Sarah, help me out. Help me out. Wait, <laughs> girl, tell me what, what you feel about this. Was I wrong? I'm thinking like, man, that's uh, that's kind of far. You think? But if, if it had been her mom, if it had been her mom, her mom could have came in there and laid in the bed. Okay. Is that because that's not a problem with, with you? Or what if it's a problem with her? Well, she's now that okay. Now, once my mama did what she did, she she let me know then. I don't do that no more. Hold on, because look how she... Oh, child, that bed... Come on, now. Come on. Oh, why they got to be so petty? Why they got to be so petty, D? That's petty. D, tell me that ain't petty. That's petty. Just get up and go out. You ain't got to say nothing You ain't got to say nothing, man. That's petty. That's petty. I don't like the way you arranged them pillows in there. <laughs> you know what you could have done was this. That's petty, man. That is petty. That is petty. Okay. Well, what about coworkers? What about well, coworkers? Folks, we had a question. Uh, so, Laura said, at what point does the man step in and stop the mother-in-law from disrespecting his wife? This will cause me, yeah, you're right. It will cause some major problems. What is disrespect, though? Really? Really? What is disrespect? Let, let me help you out. Disrespect is whatever your wife considers disrespect. Nah, because all women say. You trying to give me trouble, dude? Yeah. I'm trying my best, man. I'm trying my best. <laughs> if women wasn't so petty, they wouldn't be always into it with each other. But they're so petty. Seriously, I don't recall how I actually felt at that time. So she don't recall how she felt. Because she would have told me if she didn't feel something. She would have told me. She would have let you know. Yes. <laughs> she 
And listen, you talk about boundaries, it's hard for if it's your husband's mom or your wife's father, it's hard to go to them and say, hey, 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 you're doing too much. I need you to chill out. This is my wife. You're going to respect her. <laughs> that is a hard conversation to have. I, I suppose it's a hard conversation to have. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's difficult, D. Yeah, that's difficult. And, know. Uh, you go ahead, D. I, it's just so, it just, <laughs> women so petty, man. They so petty. They so petty. And it don't age out. Pettiness should age out. <laughs> Laura said pettiness because she doesn't believe you are good enough for her son. Okay. And that's that's typically that's typically a feeling that most also most mothers have is that you're not good enough for their son. But a mother understanding relationships should know when she's crossed the line. Or does she know when she's crossed the line if she crosses it on purpose? Just pick up dust. What if you're not good enough for a son? Eventually, you will be. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just keep it moving. Keep In the process moving. of time, huh? Hey, man, you got something to work at, okay? Keep it moving. Keep it moving. All right. Me, go ahead. So what about coworkers? Can, can, can coworkers get out of pocket with you? Yeah, they can. Well, coworker people just be nosy, though. They just be nosy, but most of the problems we have with coworkers, we let them in too much. And then once we then once we realize we let them in too much and try to push them back, they keep asking about stuff that we that we try to make them forget that we done told them about. You know what you're trying to build a team environment. You're trying to build relationships with your coworkers. How do you know when you're gone too far? Y'all tell me. How do you know when you're gone too far? You're gonna tell a coworker too much, and you can't come back from it. Hmm, that's a good question. That's a good question. I, I like it. Let me throw another scenario out there. Y'all was cool. Y'all was co-workers and the whole nine. But somebody gets promoted. Now, the friend has now become management. How do you handle that? How do you handle that? See, you know, that's true for about because most of the time when it's like it, it was me and my boys, we all kind of came up the ranks together but we know about some of the stuff we used to do back in the day from work mm-hmm. make, make it a little tricky make it just a little tricky <laughs> just a little tricky when, when you when you're coming up and they and they that came up with you make it a little tricky make it a little tricky seriously i can't stand when they ask probing questions it's like they don't know what's too personal sometimes hmm. and i would i would suppose it's probably worse for women wesley says when your business becomes a major part of their day that's a great oh, that's that's a great point because most of the time they want it and they'll wear on your business like you do you know they if you feel it bad hey man what's wrong with you man i just got to talk to such and such man oh boy we're having a tough time today like <laughs> How did my business become the, the conversation for what everybody doing today? Yeah. yeah. Now I will say there is a point where management needs to know, or management needs to be more personable with their uh, people that report to them, so they're not so cold and you know the whole nine. Because people go through processes or people go through problems, and you want to be compassionate about things they're going through. Somebody. You know, death in the family, you know, pretty pretty much people kind of understand that. But there's all kinds of things that affect people's work ethic, affect their production and the whole nine that you need to understand. Yeah. My thing is when I when I share something with you, that's not for everybody. When we had a team meeting, you ain't gotta announce. You can announce good stuff. Oh, Sally getting married, or you know, Johnny having a baby. But if if Steve got a divorce, you don't want to put that. <laughs> you don't want to put that in the team meeting. 
And man, everybody know little Ray Ray don't look back to jail. You ain't got to tell nobody. You got to tell nobody. Laura says, still got along until they get beside themselves. Then we have we will have a talk outside of work if we are really friends. So she gonna she gonna she gonna pull that coattail outside of work, off the clock. <laughs> oh, Mika, can can we that that one? Mika say so. John is back back. You gotta get it right. John is back back. <laughs> Anywho, I can't. <laughs> When they act like the supervisor. Bye, Susan. She got a point. She got a good point. She got a good point. She got you get the point. same pay I do. <laughs> you got she the same title. You tell it on everybody. You run things. And she tell it on everybody. Tell it on everybody. 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 That's a good one. That's a good one. When your car worker try to act like the boss, and rather than it, uh, rather than being uh, Susan, her name probably Mika. And yeah, Mika, I'm back, back, <laughs> back, back, right, back, back. <laughs> no, that's 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 a pretty. Now the other one is we heard people talk about fraternizing. Listen, when you become management, you got to be careful about your circle. Because the flow of work can break down if people who are, and I hate to say this going to sound bad, people who are just employees and you management, if they get too close to management, they pull back on the work because they feel like they cool with you. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's a line that people cross a lot. You get close to the boss. Can't nobody tell you nothing. Can't nobody get you to do nothing. I mean, you pretty much good for nothing at that point. But you feel like you good because oh, Laura said call him Uncle Tom. No, don't call him Uncle. Don't call him. Uncle. <laughs> no, 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 please, please, no, don't call him Uncle Tom. I knew the name was coming. I was just hoping that we held it back. Don't call him Uncle Tom. Who <laughs> said? I told you about that time the guy called me. Uh, what he called me? Uh, What's the guy hopping Bob? <laughs> he calls you hopping Bob. <laughs> the only who hopping Bob is go and watch Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Go and watch Life. You see exactly who hopping Bob is. You see why it's so funny. And all I wanted to do, man, was just you know how you get you try to take care of people, and Brad's gonna do his work. And in the meantime, he gonna call me hopping Bob. <laughs> Woo, I ain't been that mad, boy. I was hot. Now I'm gonna say, me and John are laughing because we both love the movie Life, and so we know exactly who hopping Bob is. <laughs> so Cheryl says, when they try to act like they know more than you in front of the superior, when you talk them the process, <laughs> hey, I call it. They try to come up. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Hey, so you that means you got to speak up. Because here's the thing. You got people that would definitely do that. You didn't taught them all they know, but they take what you taught them and they use it to move up. Mm. You got you got to beat them to the punch. You have got to beat them to the punch. Oh, wow. Wow, it's already. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, final thoughts for this evening. Um, I just want to say, first of all, man, it's good to be back. Um, I think sometimes we take for granted uh our health and things and, and people. And um with that, man, I just want to say I am so blessed, man, that 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 you guys allow me to do what it is we do on Monday nights, man, that you appreciate me for it. And I appreciate you guys for it. And uh, as far as uh, the topic for tonight, I'm not really sure. We're just kind of all over the place with that. But I just want to say, man, I'm glad to be back. And Mika, I'm back, back. So it's good to be back. Love you guys. And God bless.
skin. Um, and he said something that, that struck me. He's a guy who he does, you know, stocks. He plays in the stock market. But he said something. He said relationships are like the stock market. I was like, wow, that's pretty, pretty insightful because I got to thinking about it. And he was absolutely right. Because the thing about when you got day traders, you got people who play the stock market day after day. It's very risky. But if you put your money in a place and be patient, there takes it takes patience in the stock market. It takes patience in relationships. Because here's what you got to realize. We invest in what we believe in. We invest our time. We invest our emotions. We invest our hopes and our dreams and relationships. The same way people invest their money, they keep investing their money in what they feel is a good investment. But here's the problem. If you watch the investment too closely and you judge it by every little moment that's going on, when it takes a dip, you start to panic and you want to pull out and you want to sell your stock. And too many of us are selling our stock. We're giving up too early on relationships. We don't have the stick to to stay in and fight for what we feel is a good investment. Because here's the other thing. If you stay in there, good investments produce over time. They give the positive return over time. But if you stick with it and you stay in there, you will see your relationship with a positive return. But it's going to take time. It's going to take patience. But you got to keep investing. You've got to believe in what you've invested in. So make your investments wisely. But once you make it, be smart about it. Stick to it. Be patient. And watch it produce positive results. And that's our King Speak for this week. That's good, man. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's amen. Good, man. Mari said that's real. We yeah. give up, we give up too fast. We, give we need up. we need we need better relationship examples, man. We don't have enough good relationship examples. That's what's wrong. Well, you know, I think I think anytime we have Will and Jada as our relationship examples, we need some more. We need some more with yeah. it because that ain't really that ain't really what, what's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Anytime somebody can get married and just because they got a platform, they married two seconds and they bring out marriage books. They have marriage conferences. Yeah. That's yeah. probably somebody you don't need to follow. Exactly. <laughs> you exactly. don't need to follow that person. Mm-hmm. That's true. And if you're listening to anybody who is bashing men or bashing women or something like that, and that's who you're riding with, stop following. Because well, relationships will humble you. Absolutely. And but the and this the biggest thing is me is this anytime you're following a guy that seems to be uh uh pro pro women or men. And I'm just I'm just really kind of funny about that because I, I don't want you guys to think that me and Derek have it all together because we don't. I, certainly I don't. But but I know enough to stop to I know enough to tell you that can keep you out of some trouble that I got into. And so I'm not going to get up here and act like that I have arrived. But you would not be reading about me cheating on my wife either, though. You you know, that's one of the things you won't do. You got to so, pitch. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, no. it's just. And listen, we about we've come to almost a year we've been on doing this, and we just want you guys, man, talk Mondays one at gmail.com. Just drop us a line and let us know how you feel about the show. Let us know if we've helped you at any time, whether it's just to entertain you, or if you actually learned something, or we gave you something that was really valuable to you just let us know just send us drop us a line and man talk mondays one at gmail.com let us know how you feel about the show yeah and i'm curious about how y'all found out about the show i think most of the people know Derek and selena like miss sugar miss sugar rivers i don't know who that is 
and uh Miss Sugar Rivers. That's fam, man. That's fam. That's who? Dr. Rivers. Oh, is that uh what's her name? Yeah, it's Dr. Oh, Rivers. Oh man, you get out of here. I should have known so <laughs> I wasn't even fighting the whole time. I wasn't even fighting. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, we're pre again. We appreciate you guys, man, for, for joining us, allowing us every Monday to do what it is we do, man. We really appreciate it. And we don't take you guys for granted, and we hope you don't take us for granted. We're here, 7 o'clock, Mondays. We appreciate y'all. See y'all next week.